Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hello, everyone. Today is Saturday, July the 9th, 2016. Um, this is a call I know a lot of you guys know. Um, I just wanted to do a call, talk about a few things. Um, we're not covering any topic. Um, specifically, I mean, we can talk about mostly anything. Um, but I won't answer certain questions. I'll just put it that way. Um, and I'm doing this call because it was a young lady on Angela's show who was trying to get in touch with I believe call or me, you know, to get to call. But um, I live a little far away from call, okay? Um, call lives in Virginia, so do I, but I'm almost like two hours or so away. Okay, Richard, you said you'd be back. That's fine. Um, but anyway, um, me and Jeffy had a nice discussion the last call. Um, um, I just want, Jeffy, I'm going to say this, or to whoever who's listening, not particularly just Jeffy. Um, I started, you know, in law, learning about law because a friend got in trouble and all I knew about was the legal system, okay, if you will. But um, that's where my beginning was. And then I, from that, I went to the mall, of course. That was my first beginning. But I realized, soon realized, they didn't have all the answers. And I needed more in order to help myself, let's just say. And what I did, um, I was seeking other help, and through that seeking, I did land across being perfect. Um, he broke down some words that I could understand a little better, but once again, it didn't complete the job, so it helped me somewhat, but it did not satisfy, and I continued to seek. Um, no, I didn't give any money to Dean. I never made any donations to him. Um, and when I did go to the malls, they would just charge something like dollars at the door, but that's just how it was. Um, and then I heard about Lockdale class, things by others, you know. Um, once again, my money is where I spent the most. And we told my thousands of dollars to put them off, let's just say. When I got them to help me in the region, it was my problem. Um, and once again, like I said, it did not solve the problem. They talk a good game, if you will, 
but they did not um, get the job because I don't think they knew what they were doing themselves. Um, and what I'll say, a lot of times, I'll include myself in this at one point. To me, the stressors, the codes that's in place with the government now, the public service, if you will, um, is for how the government workers or persons or the citizens or the U.S. or whoever you, you know, uh, should, you know, a corporation should follow. And, but knowing what I know today, you know, I heard call and what I heard, I like what I hear because a lot what he is, is saying it's in the Bible. And I know in my, this is my belief. I believe the Bible with my whole heart, my husband. And anybody's following that, I mean correctly, not just saying I'm following and actually not. And I can tell. Um, I thank God for that. Um, anyways, call is the method he's doing. you got to be in honor. You know, it's not about you know, like, if, for example, if he was the uh, owner, man, or woman, liable for stealing for you or, you know, taking something, you know, you, you try to sell it with that man or woman. And if they stole $50 for you, but you're trying to say, you're trying to collect $200, $300, well, you're lying up. You know, only you could be made whole. And if you really think about it, if you got in a car accident and... The insurance company usually they try to make you whole. You know, if you got damaged, injured, they pay for your hospital bill, your medical bill, okay. And if your car got damaged, they either if it's total loss, then they just give you the book. I guess the blue book value of that book, but for that car at the time. So in order that you make a claim. And you, they actually try to make you whole. And that's all you can ask for. You, you can't say, okay, I want a million dollars, you know, because I've been out of work, my car is total, um, my medical bill is going to be way high, you know, all this. You know, you only can get what is due. Don't, don't try to get more than if you're trying to get more than what. You lost, and that's wrong. You're not in honor. And then, as far as um, if I owe someone money, like I said, if I owe Cheyenne a thousand dollars, but I only could afford to pay her truthfully maybe ten dollars a month. And let's say you know she say, um, okay, cool. If you pay me eleven dollars. Ten fifty, eleven dollars. Come on, meet me halfway. I'll accept it. But and, and I'll say, okay, well, I'll do. I'll lose time. You know, I'll do the ten dollars fifty cent or eleven dollars. Well, right there, I'm not honest because I truly said I could only do ten dollars. So if I'm lying about that, how could she trust my word or trust me? So whatever you can afford, whatever you do, and the main thing is being on at all times. 
you know, everything you say, everything you do. And that's why, Jeffrey, I'll say this, and to whomever, not just to Jeffrey, I don't want you to feel I'm picking on you, Jeffrey. Um, to anybody, man or woman, that is, that you come in contact with, be an honor. You know, do them correct, do them right, don't try to do wrong. Even if you disagree um, on certain things, that's why. Because you can believe what you wish, and I'm going to believe what I want. You know, so that's another thing. Um, so anyway, I wanted to do this call. Whoever wanted to come on, jump in and have a question or a comment, just feel free to do so at this time. And I'll say this, too. Um, for example, Angela, I believe, her guest speakers, if you will, most of them I've heard lately, they do statues and polls or the legal process, which is fine if that's what they wish to do. But I'm not going to come on Angela's show and interrupt and say, um, no, you, you guys wrong, you should do a common law, you, you know, even though, because that's what I truly believe. But I'm not going to come and interrupt her show. You know, I'm not going to come and do that. Whatever my beliefs, whatever I think, I'm not going to come. I know sometimes they are going about certain processes the wrong way because I did some of those processes and it didn't work for me. And um, I'm not going to read the chat so much, Jeffrey. Um, if you want to come on the call and talk to me, that's fine. You know, but that would be totally up to you. Um Moving along, um, so anyways, I don't get on answer the show and try to ball anyway. I might make a comment here or two, and that's just really just trying to help. And if somebody picks up on it and want to have a conversation with me about it, then I'll respond on that or talk about it. But the show I do, I don't mind you talking about the legal process, you know, because I'm going to tell you what I vote. You can say what you believe, that's fine. But as long as you're not interrupting, um, you know, that's fine. You know, we could talk about it all, but, you know, whatever. But I do a common law show because that's what I believe in. And it worked for me. And, you know, like I said, Carl did awaken me, and I'm sure he awakened others, but I can speak for me. And, and that's why I like, I mean, there's a scripture in the Bible that says, speak what you know and testify what you see. So I, you know, I, you know, by some of these cases I hear about, you know, especially today with a lot of shooting going on, when I think about that, you know, the police is wrong for just, you know, the guy was just, uh, he told him to give me a license restoration from a video I saw. Now, I wasn't there, but I'm just going by what I saw on YouTube, the video, and it was on the news, that the man went to reach for his wallet to get his medicine, and the police just shine right in the arm. It's like, oh, really? You know, if that's exactly what happened, then that was wrong. And on the other hand, when this, I believe that I saw on the news, this other fellow, he started shooting up police officers, and that's totally wrong. That's not because so much they are police officer. It's just that you don't shoot them another man or nothing. What have that man done to you wrong? What have, what's, you know, 
you know, why do you think you can just go around shooting a man or a woman? It's wrong. It's totally wrong. And that's the way I feel about it. Um, so it's all wrong. Don't make it correct. Make something right, if you will. So the best way is to, because the people, I mean, the man and woman, um, we, the government is, are our public servants. And, you know, we can tell them what we wish for. And if they don't, you can fire them. You know, you don't, they don't have to be there. But like I said, a lot of times, I don't get involved. I never voted in my life, nor do I wish to. And so that's just the way it is with me as far as, um, and I, I agree with some of the, um, what I see about the laws, stuff at the red light, stuff like that, because if everybody go when they wish, there'll be chaos. So some people do, man and woman do need to be governed. If you govern yourself accordingly and be an honor, then everything should be fine. But unfortunately, all men and women do not think alike. So there you go. So like I said, Jeffrey, um, you want to speak to me? You can. And as I told you, I'm not angry with you. It's just that I feel you're not an honor for the things you say. I'm not the only one saying it. I heard Angela said what she said to you. And not only that, on, on, you know, on her show, but right? that's the thing you and her have nothing to do with me. But I mean, Jeffrey, you could certainly believe what you wish. There's no no problem here with me with that. But I'll just say, as for me, I like to have firsthand knowledge. I, you know, I can seek all kinds of evidence, but those evidence don't necessarily tell the truth. Like I said at one point, somebody offered me to do some jail time for them. Just say I did. And to this day, I don't know what they had actually did. They was asking me would I do that, and I was like, no. And and I let's say I did do it. Then I would have been innocent going to jail for somebody else because they're going to pay me, but I didn't do the crime that they charged me for. And then if you, Jeffrey, if you read that in the news, oh, Aquila did this, well, let's say I was selling drugs, um, and that's what they arrested me for, locked me up, and I said, yep, I did it, yep, yep. And I get locked up for two, three years, maybe it'll be just two because I've never been locked up before. And so you said, and with that being said, you see the evidence in the news or you see the evidence at the court of the case, and and I'm truly not guilty, but I'm saying I am, and I'm doing the time. So, yeah, in that case, a lot of innocent people, men and women, could be at the jail. Or sometimes you answer wrong, you know, a, a case. Something you might um, say to somebody or, like, the judge asks you a question, you didn't answer like, or you're nervous, you're scared. It, it could be all kinds of reasons. So that's why I'll be careful, and I'm speaking of myself, of just saying, Oh, he said he did it, or she said she did it, or that's what the paper said. That that's what the court said. I read the case. Well, that don't mean nothing to me. It doesn't because I know I didn't do it. 
So with that being said, you you still have to be careful um, what you say and what you do because you don't know. Because, you know, and I could be, you know, so a lot of people could be innocent, truthfully so. Now, and I tend to say, even as I got called for jury duty, but I never went. But somehow, I, what I know today, you know, if I went or go, I know exactly what to say. You know, I'm going to tell them I don't have first hand I wasn't there. I don't know what happened. I don't care whatever it is you tell me. You know, and me and Jeffrey, we discuss about he had gunpowder on his hand. That's from a lot of things. Like a lot of people go hunting, a lot of people go shooting at a uh, shooting range, you know, practicing or what have you. And a lot of times, sure, you're going to have gunpowder on your hand. And that don't mean you actually did it. So, um, I need, as for me, I need more concrete evidence than that. So, I'm just saying for me. So, I think if you feel you need, whether you believe whatever the court say or anything else, hey, that's your belief. Who am I to say? Not to believe it, but I I sure don't, and I don't follow that follow that as well. And I know some of them doing the legal system. Most of them that I ran into is crooked and they lie. I mean, because I've used the lawyer to helping us, uh, my friend, um, with his immigration case, and I was talking to him and trying to see what he could do. And he indicated the way he was talking, like, oh, yeah, we can get this done, and I'm, you know. And when it got down to it, the court date was um, getting closer. And he said, well, they're probably going to go ahead and deport him. Uh, there ain't nothing much I could do. And and I was like, what? You know, and I'm like, there's got to be another way. And that's when I started seeking for help, and I got some answers that I was pretty much okay with at the time. And, I, you know, we had him to fire the lawyer. So, anyway, that's my feel on that. And I just thank God for a lot of my experience coming up as a child to this day. You know, I read, I thank God I read a whole lot. I mean, as far as the Bible, my dad was a pastor, so I read a lot. And I mostly, I remember reading the Bible. I didn't, I was young. I'm not sure exactly how old, but, excuse me, I didn't understand a lot of the words, but I tend to go ahead and read it, and I did. And I then, as I got older, I read more, I studied more, and it worked for me. And I experienced things in my life, you know, as far as praying and asking God for certain things, Work in my life, and he did, and he does. He continues to this day, so I believe wholeheartedly in that. And I definitely believe in what is correct. Not so much it's correct, or this one is correct, but what is correct, and that's God's way. And that's to me. God, the who create all, I'm talking about. A lot of people have a lot of gods, too. I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about the only one who create all. So, there you go. And, yeah, I'm going to hang on the call for a while. Um, I'll continue to talk a bit here and there because uh, hopefully this young lady, she has some family problem. I think want to get her kids back. And 
best I can tell her, um, I know. I mean, I don't have any children, so I help out a bit with a case, but I just got so much experience in that matter. But I can share with her what I know, but my best thing to tell her is to go seek help for Paul. Yeah. And I bet she listened to it so she could understand it for a step. Paul's just telling you a lot of times what he did or what he would do. But at the end of the day, you have to understand for yourself. You know, you say, well, why he use that word require? Um, you can certainly go to his website and copy his paperwork if you wish. But if you don't know why he did what he did or what it truly means, you're wasting your time because it's important. If I want to write something, I'm going to use it in court or I'm going to use it for any other reason or I'm going to tell somebody about it. I want to know what I'm talking about. I want to understand what I'm talking about. Before I go around sharing information saying, oh, this is correct, that's right, you should do it this way. Unless I know, then yeah. You know, and that's what I do at my work, you know. I have been, I've told people this, you know, I do construction, so a lot of times I hear about certain problems or such as some plumbing problems um, or sometimes electric. I can kind of, without even seeing it sometimes, I can kind of tell them what I think it might be. And a lot of times when I go and check, it actually be that problem. Sometimes not. You know, because that's why I go and I say, tell them, look, i got to check it. I don't want to just tell you something. i got to see what I'm getting into. And that's where we go from it. So once again, that first-hand knowledge, you're seeing it for yourself or you witness for yourself, then you can speak on it. I try not to because unless if I do tell somebody something, I'll say, this is what I heard. I don't know how true it is, but, you know, like I can only tell you if I was talking about the stories in the news lately we heard, I'm sure a lot of us heard about the shooting. I say, this is what I heard. This is what I saw on the news from what the tape they played and what I saw. This is what I'm saying happened because this is what I saw. Now, I wasn't there. I don't know 100%, but this is what I saw. And that's what I can say and speak. Now, from what I did see, and if that is the truth, they didn't, you know, sometimes they could mix the tape up, you know, as far as rewind it and put something else on what they want to put. But if it is true and that actually happened, then, yeah, the police officer's role, as well as the man who I believe shot, I think, up 11 or 12 police officers, I think five of them passed. They say they died. So that's unfortunately, but it happened. I mean, if that's the truth, you know, and it was totally out about, totally wrong, you know. And, okay, I'm going to talk about another topic of slavery, you know, when a lot of the blacks were in slavery, but a lot of people do. This is my take on it um, from what I hear. Once again, I wasn't there. I don't have any experience of this other than what I've been told, what I saw on TV, what I saw on the news, it's the reading the history book. This is what I saw. I mean, there was white slaves, too. It wasn't just black slaves. You know, slavery, it was on both sides. 
and maybe even Chinese. Oh, I think most of the races had slaves. So, but we were, I'm particularly talking about the black slaves at this time. A lot of times what happened was from what I read or heard, you know, I could only say that how true it is, I don't know. That a lot of the slaves became um, the black soldiers to, the, I believe, the Spaniards, like, and also to the Europeans. They sold slaves to them, and they came to America, and they used them, and you know, to their ability. But they called those slaves their property, if you will. And when they had them as their property. They did whatever they wished to. They beat them up, raped them out here, all kinds of stuff out here. But that was its property. Now, if it's your property, um, I don't condone in raping, beating up, shooting, killing, hurting another man or woman, um, even animals, that's for that matter. Um, but you do have to understand what property means. It's just like if I made, let's say, $3,000 on one job and I collect all that money and I put that money and I burned it up or I start cutting it up, brushing it down, so after soon as I made it. Now, it's my property. It's my money. I do whatever I want. I cut it up, beat it up, whatever. Throw it in the trash. It's mine. But it doesn't make it correct just because it's my property, um, you know, especially if it was a, if I had a daughter or a son. If it's my property, that daughter's son, it doesn't make it correct for me to beat them up or abuse them. That's wrong. Even though I have the power and the capacity, it's my property, I could do it, and I did it, it still doesn't make it correct. Because you never, my belief, harm another man or woman, or even animals, as I said. So that's what I believe. So um, I try not to harm another man or woman or nothing. And at all times, I try to be the best help I could be. And I went through a lot, as I said, you know, when I was a child, um, we didn't have very much, I mean, far as monies or um, new things, you know. But we did have plenty of food to eat, clothes on my back, sufficient, everything was fine. But I learned a lot, you know, going through those hard times when we didn't have it. Um, we just had married potatoes. I hope my parents buying a 50 dollars 50-pound bags of potatoes, and we ate that most of the time. We had other things with it, but I'm saying that was our main meal because that's what they could afford. And, you know, growing up and learning many things, going through a lot, you know, when I was it with the foreclosure, um, a lot of that was listening to what others said, you know, and I got in a particular man I got in the first place. So I wish I didn't listen to, because a lot of times what I mean by that is you, we hear, oh, you don't have to pay a mortgage. Um, it's all, you know, you, 
they they when you sign your signature, um, that got the loan. They didn't actually do it for you. That all may be true. I'm not saying it's not. That's not what I'm saying. And but what I am saying, if you don't know the process or know what you are doing or know how to work it honorably or how it actually go, why are you doing it just because you heard somebody say that? That's foolish. Just like, for example, they say, that, um, like I heard about the gold rush, if you go to CalPhone, just take out this land, take it, boom, and then you can start working it and get the gold off yourself. Whatever you find is yours. Well, you that might be so in a lot of cases, but then there's someone else was there before you, and they actually own that land, but they're just not there at the point, at that point. And you go there, you go take over that land, but it's not yours. That's wrong. Just because they said you can get any land you want, it's gold, but if somebody claimed it before you, how could you feel that you could come and just take it from it? It don't work that way. So be careful of all these things you hear about mortgages or banking or not just that. It's mostly in the capacity you hear something, know it for yourself. Experience, test it, whatever you got to do, study, look it up, and know for yourself. Because at the end of the day, it's going to lie with you. Know what you do and what you don't do. So it lies with you. Anyway, anyone have a question at this time? If you do, feel free to speak. I'm going to take a little quick break, um, and I'll be back. Sense them on actually
Welcome, Eric. How are you? Um, I'm back. Let's take a quick break. Um, if anybody have a question or comment, I'm just doing a show about, you know, we can cover a lot of topics tonight if you wish. Um, but I'm just mainly want to share light on and how to act like a woman or man, being honored at all times. That's so important. Number one, have God in your life. And that was you. So I believe I still have a lot of issues that might come up or arise at any time. So it worked for me. That's what I could say. And I continue to do, you know, pray and have a relationship with God. And it's a wonderful way to be. And I wish to be in honor at all times. That's just me. So what I was getting at, too, um, a lot of times I hear many, you know, even if they go on a religious process or they feel they're trying to do the common law. Now you have a U.S. common law, and you have, you know, this common law in many countries as well. But to me, the law that's so common to men and women is what we already know. We know we shouldn't kill, we shouldn't lie, we shouldn't cheat, we shouldn't steal from one another. Do unto your neighbor you wish to be done to you. And even if it's neighbor and you, that don't mean you retaliate for offense some free treasure. You know, try to work it out first. It's important to try to do so, being honest. You know, and vengeance is to as for me, vengeance is not mine. It's God's. That's what I believe. And I did work very well for me many times. You know, when I thought something was gonna happen and you know, I thought all oh, getting away, I'm not gonna take this, but somehow God just kept me I didn't get them and do anything to them and it came about that later on you hear something down the road, something happens. Because it's scripture in the Bible, you reap what you sow. So it's just that plain and simple. You reap what you sow. So I'm trying to reap all to the high possible change. I don't wanna reap bad me. Kind of does come anyways, but I don't wanna add more to my plate. Not to handle. So, um, anyone can come on the call if you wish at any time, or you can type something in the chat, and I'll, I will try and answer it if I can. I cannot, and I won't. So, there you go. So, I'm going to wait for somebody else to come on and want to say something. Other than that, I'm going to take a break. When I take a break, I'm just drinking water, guys. It's my throat. It's dry, so that's what I'll be doing.
I'm going to play some music right now, guys. So we'll we get some more conversation going. body was made for better things than Thank you. 
Okay, guys, sorry for that. I'm back. Um, if anybody have a question or a comment you would like to share, that would be great. But, um, um, anyways, I'm going to just keep talking about the experience I had um, dealing with North Forest and how it worked out for me. And that's all I can share and say. And I helped many others, but at the end of the day, the most problem that I have when trying to help someone else, I would say, is getting them to understand this particular process, if you will. Um and getting them to let them know somebody accused you of something. Um, you have not, you know, you say, oh, he's been charged with this, he's been charged with that. No, you haven't been charged with nothing yet. You've been accused of doing something. And until you had your, I guess, day at court um, to defend yourself or however you're going to do that, then, therefore, um you you have to have your day at court in order to, because the judge is going to witness what went on. The other side is going to tell their side and tell your side. And from that point, then, you know, they actually, actually what's happening here, the judge is there to listen to your side and the other side. So there you go. And we see what happened. Life goes on. And when he does, the other side is actually accused you of doing something. And let's say they accuse you of robbery. Fine. Well, the thing of the matter is they, they have to prove it. That what they what they're saying accusing you of. And that's you know, and then you're gonna defend yourself of course and when you do, um 
you come in as a man or woman and you let them know that you require, you know, a man or woman to come forth and bring a verified claim that you did something wrong or whatever they're trying to accuse you of. And, you know, let them let them uh, um, prove it. And the only way they're going to prove it is if they was actually there or they have first-hand knowledge and that they don't have. So everything they're saying is hearsay, you know, especially if they have a lawyer. And so you let them talk, but you got to say you have first-hand knowledge, you know, hearsay. You know, you can say stuff like that, and, you know, whatever you know to say, you can say that and you can ask why you're here and let them explain that to you. And if they can't explain to you why you're here or why they're accusing you and you can ask them, you know, basically have you done something wrong? And you require a man and woman to come forth to say you do wrong. And, of course, if, you know, the lawyer, he don't have first-hand knowledge, judge don't have first-hand knowledge, so where is your accuser? If you have none, then you, you can require that, you know, that man will be discharged. You know, even if they dismiss it, that's okay, but you can let them know that if you come back in for this matter and you still don't have no accuser or you coming in once again, you know, that that's your time and your time is worth something. You wish to be compensated, you know, and you could tell them that as well. So it's important to um, know what you can do, you know, a lot of us, I say me at one point walking around, I don't know how to act, you know, I mean, I, I act like a woman in many ways, but defending myself or I didn't know how. It's like I'm a little child. I'm lost. I don't even know my rights. You know, a lot of us did not. And we walk around and say, well, I never get in trouble. What I need to know is And, but you do because any Anyone come against you, a man or woman, you know how to defend yourself. You know what to say. You know what not to say. And you know that they have to uh, prove it. Um, So there you go. So um, all I can say is know, know what you can do and you cannot do, and it's all about the words that you use. And you need to know the meaning of those words and why are you using those particular words and how would they work for you. And as for me, I do not use the ease process. I don't use their words. Matter of fact, I don't use any of their stuff because I didn't create it, I didn't write that, and I don't understand it 100%. So no need to be using something I don't know. But I use what I know that works. And that's, I do know that they have to prove whatever they're accusing me of, that man or woman have to prove it. You know, and that's at the end of the day. And I'm not going to participate in them having them prove anything against me. You know, that, and especially I haven't done. <laughs> you know, even if I did do it, they have to prove I did. And I'm not going to help them. So if I did my fellow man or woman wrong, I would to make correct that and make them whole again. And that's the way I handle it. But that's something I do. I try not to harm any man or woman in the first place. 
So there you go. Um, if anyone have a question or would like to come on the call, uh, let me check the chat. Um, okay. I see Illinois. Uh, we asked, do you know if Julie will come on the call? I mean, I invite anyone to come on the call. I'm not sure if she's coming. I can't say she is, and I can't say she is not. I mean, anyone could come on the call. That's fine. All is invited. And we could talk, certainly. No problem. But I'm going to say what I believe is what I do here. You know, and that's just it. I mean, you know, she do what she does, and I do definitely do what I'm going to do. So there's no controversy there. It's just what I believe in and how I handle myself. So there you go. So, yeah, if anybody wish to uh, have a question, um, feel free to type it. If you don't actually want to speak, that's fine. So I'm trying to hold on and do this call in order to help someone when it was on Angela's show. She needed some help. And I can see what I can do. I'm not saying I can help her or I cannot help her. I mean, I don't know 100% her case, what's going on with her. But there you go, so we'll have to see. So, I mean, you guys, if you want to participate in the call, you can type something in the chat, say something. Like there you go. Just say, Aquila, have you done an accuracy claim of your property? I have, Illinois, whoever you are. Why don't you come on the call and we can discuss it? It's just reading the chat back and forth. Um, it's best that you come on the call and we can talk about it. I'm talking to Illinois One, I believe. So um, just call in and see, can we talk about it? On that, but you need to ask me specific questions. No. Yeah, you know, I need some specific that you need to know because the equity claim is a big claim. I mean, it depends on what you're claiming, why you're doing it, and it depends on a lot of avenues. How long ago it was, so. Okay, you don't think you can come on the call your computer. Well, you can ask a question. What do you wish to know about it? Equity claim. And what property are we speaking of? Okay, so if you can, you know, point me where you're trying to, what are you trying to find out exactly so I can see what, what I can help you with on that? I mean... I could just say this equity claim is like how much equity you have in that particular property. If we're talking about a man child, a woman child, you know, um, then, you know, you, if you are the father, obviously you got 50% equity in that particular property. If you're the mother, you have 50%. So there you go. Thinking of my house. Okay. Well, 
What do you wish to know, though, specifically? I mean, how would this benefit you? What are you trying to find out, uh, Illinois one? Well, if you thought we said something about, uh, I actually did talk about me doing a claim on lien on the property for the uh, work that I, equity, which could be many things. Um, if we talk about property, like commonly known as a house, a dwelling you live in or in, now depends on a lot of particularities in that. In my particular case, um, what happened was I did an equity um, lien as far as how much work I actually in labor, material, how much I spent buying material, labor, you know, paying the help who helped me, you know, oh, how much that all added up to. So that was a, quite a bit, of, if you will. And so that's the equity I had in that particular property. And that's what I was asking for. And, and I, you know, so that's what I did with that claim. Um, so basically, if when you say equity, it could be a number of things. We're talking about a house, a car, you know, family members. Yeah, it could be that. So and you have to know how much equity percentage you have in it that you are actually claiming, and you can claim that. You know, put that in your notices to claim that particular not a penny more, only what is due to you. And you can claim that. Yeah. So if that's what you want to know. Um, I don't know specifically what you want to know, but I'm just hitting the mission here and there about an equity claim. So there you go. And another equity claim is you driving your particular car as your property that you bought and so on, damage it, like you get in a car accident, and it's totally, could be totally damaged, or it could be halfway damaged, well, you could claim for the equity of how much equity you have in that car, how much it's worth, how much, you know, it's due back to you. So you could do it as well, claim that, you know. So it it depends on many things. Okay, you have a file in 90 days. You send somebody trying to buy your house. Okay, yeah, but you, um, it depends on, okay, it's called like a lien. You could put a lien. They, some of them call it mechanics lien. Well, what that is is how much work, okay, you clean the windows, you cut the grass, you, um, you upcap the property, you know, many ways, you know, painting it cleaning the windows, there's many things we can get into that you did and you want to you want to see how much that is worth. How long you've been at that particular property. Was you at this ten years or was you just just five years or two years? Or whatever time you were there, you must have cut the grass, you must have cleaned the house, you must have uh when I say clean clean the window sills, clean the windows, dusting, cleaning the floors, all this stuff counts because you're going to need to, you need, okay, you're saying you don't have receipts. Um, and that's not, well, you must have bought something like cleaning material. You must have bought something. 
I mean, it's hard to prove without receipts, but, I mean, who who can say your uh, claim to that particular, if you were still, let's say, two years, um, and you write a, a bill for the work that you perform at that particular property, then you need to, you know, itemize it, like for, let's say, cutting the grass um, twice in a month, and you charge $45. I don't know how big your house is. I'm just giving you a general idea. At $45 each time you cut the grass, that's 90 bucks per month. So you need to say for cutting the grass, and I cut the grass for 12 months, or, you know, how long you've been at that property. Well, you can write that down, and that's for your labor. And you had to reseed it. You had to... um. You know, that's just the outside maintenance you did. Um, then maybe inside the property, like I said, you clean out the windowsill. So if you know if you let the windowsill, the dust get in it, then that moisture get in there, and it help, it makes it rotten faster, the wood. And so it's good to keep that stuff clean. So you might want to clean how many times you clean that or... How many times, you know, you maybe have to fix the roof or, you know, paint the house, you know, replace something in the house. So you have to know how many times you did it. If you have receipts for some of the materials you bought, that helps, you know. So if you have it on the credit card, that's even better because you can go back and get your statements. Um, even if you pay cash, if you have the receipts, or at least something, that's good. So, well, you could say property manager fees, but you have to know, you have to itemize it. So, for example, if I went to McDonald's, I got one Coke, one hamburger, one fruit fries. They itemize every item I got and how much each item costs. So, it basically, if you cut the grass at two twice a month, and that would be $90 per month. And if it was for 12 years you've been at, you time that 12 months by 12 years. And that should give you a general idea of how much you would be charging for that particular thing. Now, you can't say, I want a million dollars. Well, you got to itemize where's the million dollars coming in. You know, you got to, it depends on how much your, let's say your property is worth. $250,000 today, but I'm asking for $500,000 for all the work I did. That's unreasonable. It's way, way more than what the house is actually worth. You know, you have to be on how much it really costs. What do you, I mean, I can't answer that. You can. I cannot. So it's important that you go ahead and, um, have, you know, think about what you have done over these years. But if you have for the gas lawnmowers for five years ago, that's wonderful. That's great. I'm just reading the check. You do have receipts for things like gas for the lawnmower. That's great. I mean, anything like that. So the gas you use to cut it, and you could take out for even buying a lawnmower because that was a tool that you needed in order for you to do cut that grass. So let's say the lawnmower cost you $250. Dollars, well, if whoever you bought it from, you might can go back and get that receipt. You had to actually buy that tool 
in order for you to cut the branch. So there's many things. So I'll just say look over what you've done, write it down, and make a bill. Then you require that whoever uh, is coming after you, and that will be the bane. You know, a lot of times we go after the wrong man or woman that we try to. We go after the service company. Well, they're not actually the one who said they gave you a loan or that it's the bank. You have to know and say if it's well Fargo. Well, in that case, I will find out who's the supervisor, who is the president. And I will write to that president or supervisor. You've got 90 days, and you can start doing that. And there's many other things. Uh, I suggest you listen to Carl. Um, and listen well to some of his earlier shows. And there's many things you could do. Many, many, many things you could do. So um, without knowing your particular case, I mean, you're giving me bits and pieces. So once again, I can only answer to a certain extent. Why would you see uh, if the attorney is coming after you on behalf of who? There got to be a man or woman. Don't tell me the bank is coming after you, because the bank can't come after you. The bank is a corporation. It's a you know, it's a corporation, a business. It's not what man or woman is coming after you. That is the important key here. And see, if you don't know just that, it's hard to even give you help because you have to know who is accusing you or who is saying you owe something. Who? So, you said D-Tech Financial. Who is D-Tech Financial? That means nothing to me. That's like saying Mickey Mouse, you know, Mickey Mouse is coming after me. So, without me knowing, you have to have the name of the man or woman who is who's trying to take your property. Let's say it was well far goes with the bank. The bank where that man or woman work at. Well, I was in my case. I talked to the man. I wrote to the man who acts as president of for that particular bank, and I correspond with him through letters. You know, and so that's where I was stored. And once you do. Um, even if they don't respond back, that's good because at least you're trying to resolve this matter, and it's important how you use your words when you write that particular letter. So there's a lot of things you need to know before you delve into this. So unless you come on the call, I mean, and I know more about your case, there's but so much help I can offer. I can give you a lot of scenarios here and there. Hopefully some of them do help you. But at the end of the day, I suggest you listen to Carl. Um, and some of his methods. Uh, I will go to the, his talk show, uh, which is one two seven four six nine. Once again, that's one two seven four six nine. And I will check out the earlier shows. When I say earlier shows, start from one up until eighty. We got plenty of time to listen to that. I don't know in your schedule in your life what you do, but I will pay close attention to those early calls because much, much information was uh, shared at that time. Even though he shared a lot many times now, which I can understand and cipher through, but I can't say everybody can do that. So listen to that. 
just so you can get a general idea of what we're talking about, because that's going to help you. Well, I'm not telling you to listen to all his calls. I'm telling you to listen to the ones, the earlier ones. And you might hit a few that talk about um, loans for, for student loans, mortgages, or and credit card debt, you know. Those are some things um, you can look at and look through. But all the information I can give you, as I said, even if I tell you what to do, you have to know what words to write um, because that's going to be a very important part in what you write. And not only just write, because I can give you the words, call, can give you the words, you can write it down, give them the paperwork, but unless you truthfully understand it, because you're going to be tested on it. Trust me on that. But they can say things to you in your paperwork, say one thing, but then you're reacting to something else. So once again, you lose again because you don't know what it means. So it's unfortunate, but hey, that is what it is. So unless I know more about your case, Illinois, um, I'm trying to my best to help you best I can. Any more questions, please? Okay. I'm just going. Anyway, um, I hope that bit helped you. What do you mean you lost the house Thursday? I mean, are you the chef and them came and kicked you out the house? Is that what you said? Or you lost at the court? Did you actually go to court for this? Or Um, oh boy I mean I was trying to help you but it's hard to do this okay you go and this was this Thursday pass okay well you might want to put in a claim but see if you don't know how to make a claim still once again you're not going to I wouldn't appeal this what they've done you have to, it's like, mm. well, let's do this. How much you do know about this process? Okay. Not enough to keep your house. Hmm. Well, you can, but you're going to have a fight on your hands. I'm going to say that. And once again, I would put that bill 
and start sending them letters. Um, what I mean by bill, the work that you perform at the house, all the receipts that you can get. You said you required them to verify the debt and they ignore you. Who you send them? Who is them? I mean, did you require a man or woman to come forth and verify the debt in open court? Or, see, I don't know enough about what you said, what you wrote. I can't say. Okay. You said you required them to verify the debt and they ignore you. Okay. I don't know how you wrote your notice up. Okay. And did you stay your ground, Illinois? Meaning you said you required them to um, verify the debt. And they ignore you. When you're saying they ignore you, um, okay, after they ignore you, what else did you say? Well, equity came could be a point, but there are some other things you could do, but I would start there with the equity came. That's a good thing to do, but please know what you're doing. Um um, you can write up your own and claim of equity, if you will. Okay, you froze at the courtroom. Well, unfortunately, a lot of us do. <laughs> but you can still go back in and um, try to win your case. So just know it's not too late. It's just how much you know and how much you can learn in the process to do so. But I'll say call would be the best to help you. You can uh, try to get in touch with him. You can go to his uh, email. I believe it's quarter record. So that's something you might want to go to. You can go on his website. It'll give you his email address. Um, and try to get in touch with him and tell him your issue and see how he can help you. I might can help you. I'm not saying I cannot, but once again, I don't have enough information at this time. And normally I don't give out my email, so that's unfortunately I just don't. I am on Skype. Uh, you might want to get in the Skype room. It's called Common Law. But, and I'll try to answer a question or two on Skype for you other than that. Um, you know. Well, I heard call will be in Illinois as well, and they did. Um, they did put um, a number, even though I don't have that number handy right now, that you could have called and tried to speak with call. So you might go on call's website. Um, it's uh, broughtmind.org in the U.K., and I believe they have calls telephone number there, and you might just find it and call him. Okay, you say you in Julie's room. Okay. That's cool. <laughs> um, oh, 
Oh, so you actually did call until tomorrow. Okay. Well, don't if you call and you have not heard back, try again. If you really want something, don't give up so easily. Continue to try. You know, that's the problem. If you give up, then you, you won't get things done. A lot of times, you know, and that's a lot of times you might heard a call mention this, press the record. What do that actually mean? You know, it's just like press the issue. That means stand on, say it. Don't give up, like I'm telling you. In this case, press on and continue to call, and maybe you'll get an answer. <laughs> You're quite welcome. So, anyway, you know, doing these uh, equity claims or just doing the claim and generally speaking, it depends on what you're trying to do. You know, all mostly it's um, about the same, but it's kind of unique to you. Depends on what you're talking about. Um, number one, I'll just say this: you need to know the man or woman who you are actually trying to write to or settle the matter with. That is far as the first point. And then you have to know how to write a letter. You know, using the correct words, I'll say. And you don't need many words to ask the question, you know, or try to get over your point what you're trying to do. Um, and, you know, be pleasant, be kind, you know, and just ask some questions, basically. And if somebody's saying you owe them a debt, that's fine. But, you know, ask, you know, you can ask questions, write a letter, and ask that man or woman. As I said, you want to talk to a man or woman, not the their business or cooperation, if you will. And by the way, a cooperation is a person, too. You can go look that up. You don't believe me. So, no, you know, persons could be many things. So, know that. And, you know, correspond in letters, writing, and try to resolve the problem. If you don't, you know, then you can have a processor there. You can send letters to mail. But I like to, you know, you know, once I wrote a couple of times, regular mail, register mail, if you will, something that they actually have to sign for or certify mail. Um, and then once I've done that, then I'll send it process service. Because when I did process service, then I got a response. So there you go. Um, <laughs> and then I start corresponding with, with them on that. Um, then it was to the lawyers. They start contacting me. They laid out their case in a complaint. And I simply told them, I, you know, wrote back to them a nice letter. I don't answer to complaints. Uh, requirement a woman to bring forth a verified claim, you know, and that many other words, but it takes me a while. I have to read everything, but unless you understand that word for yourself, then it's important. I'll say, yes, it's important to write letters, but more importantly, understand the words, what you're using. That is more important. And far better than, so when you get at the court or dealing with somebody, you know what to say or not to say. So do be careful. Take care of what you write and say and what you're trying to do. Um, 
maybe another time and show I'll spend more on that, what I did in my particular case. And I'm not saying that necessarily will help you, you know, but it can, depending on what you're trying to do. So anyone else have a question or comment they would like to share? Um, I'm here, so there you go. And a lot of times, like this gentleman, I guess, I don't know if it's a male or female, an Illinois one, you said you kind of froze up when you were at the court. Um, a lot of times that could happen. You know, that could happen to anyone. I mean, but you just have to push, press forward and say what you got to say. Do what you got to do. You know, and the best I could say will help me. I pray a lot, and I ask God for boldness. Because ordinary, normally, I'm kind of shy. <laughs> I don't, I mean, you know, I'm fine talking here on this show. I mean, somehow I'm okay with that. But other things that I do, I, like I sing, you know, I have made CDs already. Um, but I don't, most of the parties, I'm sorry, I do not sing in front of a lot of people. And you said, I, a woman, that's great. Um, I just say, get, you have to get boldness and just say what you got to say. And, but don't just blur out anything, you know. Make sure you go, that's why it's important to put it in written form. <coughs> Excuse me. Um once you put it in written form, then you have something you can have in front of you, what you want to say. And you say it and just wait, let them answer. Then you can repeat it. Because that's basically you came in there. That's what you were saying. You came there for them to verify the debt. They claim that you owe. Fine. You're saying I owe it. You believe I owe it. That's fine. But verify it. And you wait for them to do so. They don't. You bring it right back to that point. Don't move from there. Don't go anywhere. We cannot go any farther till we we settle this first. If they're going to try to um, say so many things, they're going to try to do so, you know, around you and proceed on as they're doing. But you, you, when they give you a you once once they speak, you speak. You go right back to what you were doing. And say it at that point. You go right back to it. Don't. That's what I'm saying. Press the record. Press your written record. Press what you came there for. Not for any other reason, any other agenda. All I came to tell you: if you say not all this, that great. Verify. Verify that I owe it. So basically, I'm saying verify, prove that I owe. It. You, you the man or woman, you know, have first-hand knowledge, you witness all it, fine, verify. I don't need to say all of that, basically. I don't need to say, um, you put, you the man or woman, prove it, prove it. I don't need to say, all I can say, I require a man or woman to come forth and verify the debt. Because if I'm, let's say, for example, um, I came at the court and... I'm asking one man, I'll just say, I'm just picking a name. If I was asking Carl to verify that, yeah, but let's say Gus was involved in this matter too. Well, only am I'm just talking to Carl. No, that's why I say I require a man or a woman. So that could be any man or woman who feel they have a verified claim against me, 
Come forth. Here is your chance. Here is your time. Come forth right now. Verify that I owe this. I'm willing to sell them my debt. You know, I'm not trying to run away hot. Just verify it. And, of course, if they don't, wasn't there, they don't have first-hand knowledge, everything they're saying is hearsay. They can't prove a thing. So there you go. You must know that. And a lot of times, yeah, just read your paper, what is written, your written record. You write it down, you'll notice, you'll claim, and you can file it at that, you know, give it to the clerk, she will file it for you. And that's another thing I have to correct myself. I never filed anything at a court. I gave the clerk the paperwork, and she filed it. So a lot of times we say, I filed this, I filed that paper. You didn't file anything. You you know, you gave it to the clerk. That's her job to file, not yours. And so be careful what you say because you that's a lot of times you say, well, I filed it. I gave it to you. Didn't you, you know I filed it on this day? You might get up in court and tell them, I don't have any notes. I don't have any paperwork. This is the other side speaking against you. You say, well, I filed it on this day. You filed, you did what? You didn't file anything. You gave it to the clerk. And she filed and said, oh, you don't have a copy. Here's a copy. You say something like that and give them the notice. So be careful in your words because that, that is going to hurt you if you say stuff wrong. And just, you know, and be careful. Even them talking to you, you're not there to have a conversation with them. You're not coming to have a friendly conversation, anything. All you come there, you know, they say you owe something, that's fine. Verify. And let them do so. Why you keep talking? Just, just wait and see what happens. You know, I'll say verify to that. That you say, I owe, I'm willing to settle this matter. Why am I here? Where's the other reason you're there? Why? You just wait. Well, a lot of times, you know, like this once a day closed up, I mean, that could happen. But all I can tell you, pray to God that he can help you not to do so. <laughs> because that's not going to help you any. Freezing up. I've done it myself. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. I'm not in the habit of lying. I have. But I soon enough got over that. <laughs> Because I got sick and tired of what they're doing to me. So, yeah. You got to stand up for yourself. Who else you think will? Have a nice life, Illinois. I hope you, you know, get what you wish for. I'll just put it that way. So, anyways, um, once again, anyone have a question, um, like to talk? You know, if you don't want to come on the call, that's absolutely fine. But you certainly can uh, type something in the chat. I'll try to read it. I will try to answer it as best I can. And there you go. Um, let me see. Eric, do you have a question at this time? Something you'd like to share or comment you'd like to make? Simply just type it in the chat. Or even you, Jeffy, that's fine. You just simply type it in the chat, and as I said, I'll try to answer it. You know, I'm going to, well, I'll just say this. When I decide to do shows, I just go ahead and do it. I'm not, you know, I invite whoever wishes to come on to come on, and I don't need a whole crowd. I'm just say that. Um, if Even if I'm here by myself, if there's stuff I want to share, 
you know, whatever's on my heart, my mind at the time, I like to say it. And it's recorded, so you can always go back and listen to it. So there you go. Because I'm here to um, uplift and try to help, as I have received help in the past from many. And I thank God, you know, for even getting me to call and knowing, you know, some things that he has done. And, you know, I would say, I shouldn't say no, but I believe he's done them. And because the stuff he said he did, I go and do it. And some of the things, not everything he did, but some, and it worked out for me. <clears throat> I, you know, I believed in my heart in the beginning when I heard them that they were true. But unless I experience and test some of this myself, you know, is one thing I can say is true. For example, I had a friend of mine, she passed, she had cancer, unfortunately, and she had two sons. I thought I would help look out. They were young at the time for them. And when she actually did pass, um, they called me over because they wanted to move out all the furniture, move out her stuff, and they wanted me to help look through her stuff. So we were looking through books, pocketbooks, stuff like that. She had jewelry. She had so much stuff. <laughs> and I told the grand, well, her mother, which would be the children's grandmother, I said, I wish one of you guys come in the room while I'm checking this stuff. I said, oh, so we trust you. We know you're not going to sell. Don't worry about it. I said, no, I still wish you to come here. I said, reason being, even though you trust me, because I had key to the house, you know, um, I said, even though, yes, you trust me and all, but I'd rather you hear because if someone asks you, did Aquila steal something, you could truly say no. I didn't, she didn't, you you say, no, I trust her. I gave her a key to my house. I know her this much time. She, I doubt she stole anything. But you don't have firsthand knowledge. Did I do it? So if you actually see me, you can say, I know Aquila didn't steal anything. And say, well, how do you know? I was right here all the time when she was checking everything. So to me, that's best. They have first-hand knowledge. They were right there. They witnessed everything I did. So that worked out better for me. So a lot of times, like I said, I believe in call, what he had said. Um, it spoke to my heart, my mind, you know, because tr- truth, I feel, rings clear. And that's just me. I can't speak for everybody else. And certainly. It's like I knew he was telling the truth, but as I said, I test some of the stuff because I had some issues in my life that I tested. I'm not saying everything I did, not because what Carl said or that it didn't work. I realized a lot of my mistakes, <laughs> but today, as I said, I had to do some of these cases I was involved in over again. I will win because I know what to do and what not to do. But some other cases that I was involved in that, you know, I would rather the um, man or woman come on and speak their own, you know, I don't always tell what I'll be doing or who I'm help whom I'm helping. But one day they'll say their testimony. One guy did come on, by the way. He's on one of my calls, and he actually did come on. And um, when he did, he um he got success. He got the case got dismissed against him. So that was great. And one day, hopefully, you get him back on. I mean, depends. So there you go. 
Um, so, um, like I said, I want to continue spreading goodness, you know, what I actually experienced as well, and try to help as many as I possibly can, if I can. And, you know, but once again, I have a life too. Uh, I'm pretty busy. <laughs> um, the things that I do, um, like I said, it's a construction and I cook as well. I love to cook. I used to work at a restaurant. Now I pretty much work for myself, meaning I don't have a boss over me. Other but, um, and I still do catering. At you know, if I get it, someone's request, you do a job for them. I will. Um, but mostly I do is construction for right now, and that works out for me very well. So, and I like it. So, but it's a very hard work. I hit you not, and I believe it's work for a man, not so much a woman, but. Well, I do it now, so until I do something different. So we'll see how things go. Once again, I'm going to open the someone have a comment or if someone have um, a question, that's fine as well. I will try to speak to you and see what's up. Meantime, I'm just hopefully... This helps, up, you know, uplift you and continue your journey, I say. You know, whether you say you believe in um, statutes and codes, the state, or whether you're doing law that's coming to men, until you see it for yourself, what works for you, what you know, what you experience, hey, there you go. Because I can't stop your belief in what you believe. What I believe, common um, law works for me. And the legal ease process, I'm using the statutes of code, did not work for me. And so I choose not to use that for myself or nor for anyone else. And then if somebody's trying to involve me in it, I don't get involved. I usually don't. You know, you know as far as using it to help me in the situation, I don't, and I will not. So there you go. Um. Jeff, let me ask you a question. I mean, not to charge controversy anything. Um, I'm just saying to me, a lot of times I see you on these calls, and it's, to me it's opposite what someone is actually saying they experienced or did. And to me it's a lot of negativity. That's the way I believe that you spread out. And maybe you have a reason why you do that. You can type something in the chat if you don't actually want to come on the show, Jeff. That's fine. Or you can choose not to. It's up to you. So. Anyway, I'm just taking a quick break. I'm just going to drink some water. I'm not leaving so much. It's just, I'm going to do that. Hold on. Okay, I'm back. I'm back. Okay, Jeffrey here. Hey, Jeffrey, you unmuted, so how are you? Jeffrey? 
Jeff, you're going to speak? Jeff, you're on the call. Are you going to speak? Are you muted? Oh, well. Anyways. Okay, he said, hold up, his cables are disconnected. So I guess Jeffrey is trying to connect his cables. That's why. Meantime, um, life goes on. Okay, I think that's going. Hi, Jeff. I can hear you now. How are How are you? Yeah, it's Saturday. Well, how are you? Okay. That's yeah, a regular day. No, but how are you doing? I was gonna say regular. How are you doing, regular? That's cool. So, um, well, how are you so negative a lot of times, or in, let's just say in disagreement, but not just me, but anybody's doing. Sometimes you're on the calls, on the chat. How, why so? I guess I've seen I've seen the damage this movement does. You know, I've, I've seen lives ruined. You know, it's it's destructive. What do you mean lives ruined? Like somebody did something wrong to somebody, or or misinformation to someone, and they tried it. You saying, or what are you trying to say? Is that? Yeah, I mean, you, you give someone the misinformation, they try it, they end up in jail for what, a year or ten years. You don't know. Yeah, that's well, wrong. Well, what do you say if somebody gave you instructions or something, whatever that might be? Um, let's say you're making a cake, and you go, you try those things, try those instructions, but the cake didn't come out well for you. Now, is it they gave you the wrong instructions sometimes? Or you would agree sometimes there's something you might have did because me that this is your first experience making this cake. What would you say? I'd say the instructions are wrong because, you know, in this situation, we're talking about people that have been trying this for 15 years and never worked. So, you know, obviously the instructions don't work. Well, that's not the case all the time, Jeffy. And it depends on who's giving the instructions too. That could be... Um, even, you know, they might have left out, let's say they left out the egg. They did everything else. Um, or let's say a cake. I didn't tell you put sugar in it. I might have put two cups, and I forgot to rewrite the word sugar. And let's say you do the cake. When you call me back and say, well, cool, I see you said two cups or something, you didn't repeat. So I might say, well, read it back to me. Oh, I forgot to put two cups of sugar. So you might call me back and try to get, you know, better instructions. But what all I'm saying, Jeffrey, you know, a lot of times the one who gave the instructions, just like the teacher at school, she might tell all the kids the same lesson and a lot of them, just don't get it. I mean, they might say slow processing information. It might take them more time, more pictures, more different examples to get it. 
But what the teacher said, you feel is still incorrect or is correct, you know. I'm not saying with every particular case. I'm just saying some of these people who's giving out or just giving their experience and saying and giving what they've done and giving suggestions what they would do if they was in that particular situation. So what you say sometimes is the one who actually is doing the instructions before or the one, the teacher? It's the teacher. So a lot of times it's the teacher. You know, even let's talk about students learning certain math first or reading, and the student didn't get it. Is that still the teacher's fault? Well, what we're talking about here is teacher saying two plus two is five. You know, obviously that that's the teacher's fault. It's not the student's fault. No, I'm talking the students at the school now. We're talking about school. I'm not talking about law. I'm talking about just regular school, you know, public school. The teachers teaching the students, and sometimes they can give them a test that fails the test. And is that the teacher's fault they fail? Well, that's just a bad comparison. I'm sorry. To you, okay. Well, I'm just saying. Sometimes I can you can give someone instructions. I, I'm saying my experience. I have gave people instruction, and I actually uh, did it because I had the opportunity to do so. And what I mean by that, um, exactly, uh, I was going to court with somebody. I mean, they have to speak for themselves. I gave them some instruction, you know, and they did it. But I had an opportunity the judge came and start asking me to sit down and start trying to order me around. I had nothing to do with that case. And I'm like, well, why are you bothering me? So I said it nicely. I said, is that an order? And he said, yes. And I said, well, put it in writing. And then he changed. He said, well, um, it's impolite to stand when somebody is talking. And, you know, he went into that spirit. He said, if you don't want to listen, then I have to call a bell over there to come and, you know, take care of you. And I just told him, you know, um, I don't wish to be impolite. You know, I, and I, I'll sit down. And that happened in one case. And then another case, the judge once again, I was just walking up to the front. She was carrying her papers. I'm carrying some papers. You know, it was hers. I'm just helping her. And that's all I was doing. I mean, I didn't come there to speak. I didn't come there to do anything. I'm just assisting her. <clears throat> when I say assisting, like if she needs a piece of paper, she had the paper, I should spread them out. If she needs that one, I can hand it to her. You know, you know, and that's all I was doing. And the judge once again said, he wanted to know who I was. That was one question he asked, and then he told me to sit down. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, is that an order? And he said, yes. I said, put it in writing. And I said, you know, and then he didn't say no more, and he was like, I said, okay. Well, I said, I'll sit down because I wish to. And so I sat down. And I wasn't going to say nothing. Once again, I'm minding my business. And he said, well, you know you can't speak. And I ain't say nothing to him. And then he pointing at me. You going to speak? Are you going to speak? Because I'm going to, you know, throw you out the courtroom. You're going to have to wait in the hall. No, he said, are you going to have to wait in the hall? 
You can't speak. And now I stood up again. And I asked, is that an order? And he said, yes. I said, put it in writing. So he took his hand, and he didn't have a pen and no pencil. He just pretended like he was writing. He said, now it's a writing. Like, now what? And I said, I require you to put that in writing. He, he said, you can't require me to do anything. So well, I require you to put that in writing. By that time, the devil came over to me, man, we got to go. Is this yours? You know, I had a jacket, I think. Is this yours? Well, maybe it was my passport. Can you go? And I'm like, I realize all here public service. I hear no one mention to contact me. So the devil took his hand off me. And I kept asking the judge, in order, I require you to put that in writing. And so by that time, the devil stopped touching me again. I'm like, move well, away from him. Like, I don't give you permission to contact me. And the judge told him to stop touching me. Right away. He said, no, 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 no. I forgot the man's name. He told him stop. So he stopped. And so, and then, you know, and it's because I didn't come there to speak. I didn't come there to cause no trouble, no nothing. I was just like a lot of other people were at the court. And he started with me. And so that's what happened. Then he, they stopped bothering me pretty much. And then after about that time when they stopped bothering me, then I just got up and left and walked out and went in the hallway. So I'm telling you, Carl talk about saying, you know, about ordering. I mean, I got that from him. I learned that from him, to be truthful. And I'm telling you, I got up in court, and it worked. It wasn't my case, but what do you got to say about that? Jeffrey? I think that's a ridiculous story. Well, it happened. I know it happened, but it doesn't prove the method works. It proved that to me it worked because the judge couldn't bother me anymore, obviously. You know, he didn't arrest me, didn't even threaten to arrest me. None of that. Didn't even threaten to hold me contempt of court. None of that. And I was there. I'm telling you, I didn't, I didn't say it wasn't rude. Wasn't, I didn't come there for that. But it happened. I'm just only telling you what happened to me. You know, I hear Carl talk about it, and I hear others talk about it. But I'm truthfully to say, I experienced it, and it worked for me. As they said it would work, it worked. You know, from what I heard Carl say, I heard others say, in that manner, it worked to me. And that's what I'm saying. So there you go. Have you ever went to court with someone, Jeff, helping them out or... No, because I'm not a lawyer and I don't pretend to be. No, I ain't said you're a lawyer or you pretend to be, but I was saying you're just helping them out, being supportive. You don't even have to be a lawyer. You just go and sit with them. Have you ever done that? No, because I don't hang out with people that get in trouble. Well, sometimes, well, people get, you ever got a ticket before? Like traffic tickets, stuff like that? Yeah, but I paid no, it off. I'm not going to waste person. my time. Uh, you, you, no, I'm just saying, have you ever got a tra- traffic ticket? Yeah, but I paid it off. That's fine. But I'm saying, that don't make you a bad man. That don't make you, you don't, you know, you, you do things wrong. I mean, you got a ticket. So what? A lot of people got a ticket. That don't mean you're a criminal. Uh-huh. And I wouldn't treat you like that because to me, you're not. And I don't know what you got the ticket for, honestly, nor am I asking, but I'm just saying <clears throat> that don't make you you're a bad person and you do bad things. 
I don't believe that. Just because you got a ticket. Would you say you're a bad man because you got a ticket? Traffic ticket I'm talking about. That means I did a bad thing. Sorry? That means I did a bad thing. That's what you believe? Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Who am I to tell you what you believe? I believe you didn't, but hey, you believe what you wish. That's fine. Mm. Yep, you're entitled to believe what you wish, as you wish. Sure. Yeah, everybody. Mm. So, I'm not here to start controversy. You know, I'm only here to tell you my experience and my beliefs and what I believe. That's about it. If you don't mind me asking, what state you stay in? I'm in Virginia. I'm just asking. Down Florida. Oh, okay. Oh, that's fine. That's all. I'm not trying to pry where you exactly live because I'm not interested. I was just curious to know where you're at. That's all. Mm. You know, so that's fine. I've been to Florida once, and that was Jacksonville. We had a church meeting there, and I went. So there you go. It was nice. Hot, <laughs> but it's okay. I wouldn't want to live there, but that's just me. So, what type of work do you do? If I say it, what I do, I do construction. So there you go. I don't like mentioning it, uh, but I used to do construction. Oh, well, so why are you so, you don't want to say what you do now? I mean, do you mm-hmm. have a job? That's a good job. I want to... Yeah. Okay, that's fine. If you don't want to say that's fine. But you do have a job, right? Yeah. You work for yourself or you work for someone else? You know, like a couple. Someone else, so that's why I don't want to... I'm sorry? Somebody else. No, I'm saying, do you work for a company? Yeah, it's a company. All right. I don't work for any particular company. I work, as I said, I work for myself. And it's less hassle to me. And I don't think I'll get a lot of opportunities and being a woman uh, to actually work. Because I wouldn't, get, they, I wouldn't get the chance. And that's my belief. And I think God, I work for myself and I don't have to worry about it. So, that's fine. Anyway, I like what I do. So, and I'm grateful for work. So I can support myself. Okay. So you live near your family or just by yourself? Let's not talk about that. That's too personal. Okay, that's fine. No problem. So any other questions you have? I don't mention that. I'm sorry? I'm not going to mention that. I mean, no, not about yourself or your family. Talking about, we're talking about Lola. Do you have any questions about that? I, I don't get the question. Persons about what? You don't have a person? What do you mean a person? No, about law. About law. 
I don't understand what you're asking. Okay, that's fine. That could be fine. So that's what I talk about is law. I don't mind talking about law. You know, I happen to like to, and I like to learn even more if I possibly can um, about the law. I think it's helpful to know your rights, you know, what's going on, what you can do, what you can't do. So, there you go. So, what do you think about all the shootings been going on, Jeff? I think uh, shooting people is bad. So, you think the police was bad for shooting a couple of these people? If you've seen the video, I don't know if you've seen it. Wait, say that again? The videos you see on the news, on the news, but one lady looked like she take that on her phone, um, that you saw. What do you think about the police shooting people? And that's not just black people. I've seen some videos where they shot white people as well. But I'm just saying, in these two particular cases, you think the police officer was correct? I mean, for the one with the lady had, I don't know if you saw that one. Did you see where the lady yeah, everybody saw had it. her phone and they asked him for his license registration or something? Yeah, and I think I he went to get it. And he shot I'm like, well, you asked me to get something, and I'm doing what you say. Why you shoot me? What was that about? So what do you think about that? you think that officer did his job correctly or not? Uh, that's too controversial. No, for what you saw. How was that controversial? <sighs> I think he asked the man... Pull over, he pull over. And once he pull over, now he asks him for, I think, registrations and license. When the man goes get it, then you shoot him. If that's okay in your book, or what do you think? If that's actually what happened. I mean, that's just a video what I see. But, yeah, what do you think? Uh, it sounds like the driver made a mistake and the cop overreacted. So, I don't know, it's just a bad situation. The driver did a mistake? Well, what mistake he did getting his license with the man asking for? Uh, Uh, Maybe you see some mistake. I don't know the mistake. Maybe it's just me. uh, What I noticed was, if you listen to the video, the girl gives two different versions of what happened. And in one version, he told the guy that he had a gun and then he reached for his pocket, which was not a good idea. Well, that's not what I saw or heard. I only heard the part where she had the phone and he asked her for the right and all said, you know, he shouldn't read. He said, well, she said, said it to the police and he didn't deny it. He said, well, you asked him to get his license and registration. He went to get him. Why you shoot him? And the police didn't react. He didn't say nothing. So he could have said, well, no, that's not what happened, or I thought he was getting a gun. Because he looked at sorry after. Or the other case, it was a heavy set guy with about three or four police take that guy down. He he was giving, I'm giving up. He didn't do nothing wrong. He didn't put his hands in his pocket. He let them do it. And they laid him on the ground. He's on the ground. He's not fighting. And then he took the gun and shoot him. That was okay. That was really weird. What do you think about that one then? 
I think this is a case of people seeing what they want to see. Well, what do you say, Jeff? They're talking about the heavy set guy. I think he had a white T-shirt and some um, tan pants, if I'm not short or something. He was heavy set. The police take him down. Because, I, I mean, I can't hear what they're saying exactly. I don't think you can hear, but he, they take him down. Look like He looked like he was cooperating. He laid down. He let them do it. Got on the ground. And there's like three or four of them holding him down. And then one of them shot him. But okay. Nor do I condone. I mean, I mean, I didn't see no video. Of, I just we could hear the shot of officer. They said is being shot at that time. But I ain't see no video. Nobody actually shooting nobody. But other than I saw the guy when the police was um, backed him up. I think near that building. And then they shot. There was crazy fire and killed him. But I'm saying actually him shooting other police officer. And one to say was twelve of them shot. If he did do that, he was completely rolling, crazy, you know, out of it. You don't do that because you're angry. That was equally wrong, I feel. So, what do you think about that one? I'm not talking about the guy actually shooting the officers. So they say. I didn't actually see the video today, but they said. There's one video. Yeah, the one where they said. Well, it was kind of like the one video all you saw is him trading with the, uh, not like straight and fire with the police, but just actually shooting the 12 police, like they said. There was no video of that, as far as I know. But there was video there when they were backing him up in the corner, and they said he said he wanted to kill white people, and he particularly police officer. That part of the video, yeah, I saw, but. Anyway, if he actually did do that, yeah, he was completely wrong and out of his mind. You don't do that. That's wrong. So, and that's how I feel about it. So, there you go. But anyway, what are you? What are your thoughts on that, Jeff? Yeah, I think there's media manipulation. You know, people. Well, I mean, the man actually shooting the police officers, if he shot that many. I mean, do you think that was correct or he shouldn't have done that? Incorrect. I think it's incorrect, but, you know, people, you know, pushed him to that. Well, I don't feel you push you to. Nobody could push you to do wrong unless you want to participate in wrongness. There's a a lot of crazy people. You can get very angry. Well, he was trained by the army, so how crazy did he get? Real crazy. Okay. And that was, like, so sad. I mean, wow. You know, because I say like this, if somebody, for example, if you have a man or woman, they look like they're drunk. You see them still drinking. Then they pick it, take a gun out, they park it and wave it around in the air. He's not harming nobody, hurting nobody. But I'm not going to be the woman that wants to go out there and stop him. No way. Of course, you're going to call the police. So they put their lives on the line to stop this crazy or this drunk with a gun. You know, so, you know, and that I feel for them. You know, they have a dangerous job, if you will. But they, that's what they signed up for, but it's unfortunately, and I can't blame every officer, you know, you know, just going around killing people. 
for whatever reason they have. Um, I don't know. <clears throat> Nor can I play, blame any black or even white for that matter just going around shooting police officers or shooting each other. I don't uh, condone that. No way, no shape or form. So, that's what I'm saying. So, what do you think? About what? About that behavior. But you, you say the police have a dangerous job. And I can't blame every police officer what some of them are doing that's incorrect. Nor do I even try. Mm. What about you? You blame all the police as bad? No, but uh, that's what they want us to think. Who's they? You mean the media? I feel like the media wants you wants people to think that. Oh. Trying to stir things up. It's one of my old theories. Mm. Well, a lot of times they try to do a lot of things just to get who knows for what reason. So. Well, it worked. Look, look at how people reacted. Yeah. Well, I didn't because I'm not one of those. I like to see, listen first, hear what's going on before I make or say, yeah, that's actually what happened or, yeah, this is what's going on. That's why you hear me so careful. I said when I saw that lady took that video, I guess, with her camera and... And then I saw the other video. I don't know who took that. Uh, the other fellow got killed. And then you have the media taking away the officers got shot up at. So, and the media sometimes do blow it up even more, put more on the fire. You know, and they want to think all police are bad. And that might not necessarily be the case. And all black people is not bad or white people for that matter. I don't believe that one way or the other. In my opinion. So all right, I mean it's about ten fifty three. Um is there any other topic or any I got guest nine here if you want to type in something in the chat you would like to say or make a comment. Um I'm gonna Open the floor to others, and I have Northern Virginia on the call. Of course, Jeffy is here, and I, Aquila. And, yeah, so anyone else have a comment or something you'd like to share? That's fine. Okay, because I'm going to, um, me, myself, I'm going to wrap this up. Um, I just want to do a call mainly you know, just to uplift and continue my calls going. And hopefully I was waiting the woman would come from Angela's show so I could try to help her. But obviously I guess she didn't make it here, so that's fine. Did she have your contact information? Well, I didn't give out my – I did give this talk show out, though, and Angela typed that in the chat as well. But I did give that out. I don't give my contact information out to a whole lot of people. I just don't do that. Well, I mean, uh, how is she supposed to find out about this? Well, they can come on the call, and I do be sometimes on Angela's show or Mike's call or 
and anybody want to talk to me, they definitely can talk to me there. I think that's appropriate. You know, I don't give out, just like you. You, you get out all your contact information, I doubt that. <laughs> so I just don't do that. Not that I don't want to help. Um, that's why I do this call in order for us to come on and speak or have a question. And I'll do my best, you know, but I cannot help them without trying to point them in the right direction to receive that help they seek. Yeah, I did do that. I said my ID, so that's all I can do, I guess. So... All right, you have any more comments or questions, Jeffrey? Because I'm going to kind of wrap this up, the truth be told. I invited Aries, but she didn't respond. Who, Aries? She might not be on the... um, Is she on Skype? Yeah, when she's uh, busy. Oh, well, maybe that's why she didn't get a response from her. That makes sense. Well, well, maybe she could do a call later. Sometimes she like seem like get later calls. I mean, I try to get in bed when I can, <laughs> because I work very hard and I gotta. I'm actually God's will. I'll be working a bit tomorrow, not a lot. But that day, I try to keep aside you know, for God, you know, to pray and sing and relax, if you will. But I got a few days out to do. Um, tomorrow. So, all right, I'm gonna wrap this up. Um, I hate to do it because then later on here comes a lot of people. <laughs> so, what I'll, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll just mute out for a few, and I'll leave the call up a bit more, like I did. I went to North Carolina to visit my sister, so I just uh, left the call running. So I need to go back and listen to that call. But I guess when I get some more time. All right, like I said, I'm going to leave the call up for a little bit more. And when I come back, I'll make a decision what I'm going to do. All right? You should, I, I guess I can put the music, but I don't know if people want to listen to what I listen to. So I'm going to mute out, Jeff, okay? And guess the time. And ultimately, I'm going to mute out so few.
Hello, I am back. Jeff, you're still here? Yeah, I went to watch TV. What's wrong? I'm sorry? Um, I'm, I'm trying to see if there's anything going on TV. What's going on? That's fine. Yeah, I didn't see any when body else came on. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to, it's about 11 o'clock. I'm going to go ahead and, you know, check the call down. And I thank you for coming on and all who did. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to do another call, but I mean, I'll make Saturday that day. We'll see. Um, when I know I'm going to do it, then I usually try to doubt stuff. Yep. Um, hmm. So I hope everybody is well and I wish everybody the best. So, anyways, I'm going to be terminating the call. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.